0: Skulls from Beach ones Rock of Love. And this is Talk of Love, the new podcast. This isn't just reality, this is real life. Hey everyone, it's Lacey motherfucking Skulls, and this is Talk of Love episode 36. So I got some really bad news today. We all got some really bad news today. So if you are watching this podcast, we actually filmed it about a week before I actually put it up online. And today we got the news that we lost a guitar icon. Eddie Van Halen passed away. He died earlier um, from cancer. And Eddie Van Halen was iconic. He was an incredible musician. He was an incredible uh, guitar player. I mean, he played on Michael Jackson's Thriller album. He had iconic songs, Jump. I mean, we all know of the Van Halen songs that were amazing. So I just want to take a moment to pay my respects to Eddie Van Halen, who was amazing, incredible an icon and it's very sad that we lost him today um to switch gears i have some other news that just happened the other day that is hilarious to me and as i said by the time this podcast airs this might be a little bit old news but i still want to bring it up because it was just so amazing so i'm sure by now you have heard about the proud boys the proud boys are incredibly misogynistic they are incredibly racist and they have um, values that, uh, to be honest, I wouldn't even consider them values. They have ideology, philosophies that are so un-American. They really go along the lines of white supremacy. They go along the lines of neo-Nazism, things that are not what this country is about. And um, they're very un-American and they have been making the news lately and their names have been circulating, not only in the news and on as far as politics goes, but also on social media. And these guys should not have a platform. They are very toxic people. So this is why I love the LGBTQ community. Recently, the Proud Boys, obviously they go off of their hashtag. And on Twitter, the gay community and gay men in particular did a hashtag takeover. And for an entire day, if you did hashtag Proud Boys, instead of getting the white supremacist group Proud Boys, you would get these gay guys either making out or celebrating or dancing or, you know, at a parade. And it was just like so over the top and so fun and, and and so loving. And it was just, it was the coolest thing ever. And I remember right before I went to bed, I was like, I'm like, why is the Proud Boys trending on Twitter? And I look and it's just like, I'm just scrolling. I probably scrolled for like an hour. It just, it was just post after post after post, tweet after tweet after tweet of hashtag Proud Boys with gay guys kissing or showing love or dancing or or dressed up it was just it was so cool and you know i'm not really like a big twitter person but when things like that happen it really restores my faith in 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 humanity because we all get frustrated by the same things like none of us want to see white supremacists we don't want to see misogynists we don't want to see any of these people have a platform in the news or or anywhere you know and so when something like something so evil and dark as as white supremacy is overtaken by something so loving and so positive and so joyful. That's just like the coolest thing ever. And Twitter and this hashtag in particular was just, it was flooded with this. And it was so cool for me to see that because this is just like such the perfect case of love prevailing. So um, I don't know how long that hashtag takeover is gonna continue, but I would definitely encourage all of you to keep it going. Do hashtag Proud Boys and put up all of your gay friends and put up love and put up all of these really positive images and gifts and and uh I mean that's that's what we should be seeing. That's what our our news feed should be full of is is love and these kinds of incredible positive messages and and images, not this white supremacy bullshit. So that totally made my week. I was like, oh yes, you know, faith in humanity has been restored. So thank you, thank you, thank you, LGBTQ community for taking over the Proud Boys hashtag, because that was amazing what you guys did. And my hats off, go my hat goes off to all of you. So anyway, um, I'm really excited for my next guest. I, I think this woman is just so cool. I think she's such a powerhouse. She was on Flavor of Love season three. She was the winner of I Love Money Season 2, please welcome Angela, aka Miami. Hey, Miami. So nice to see you. You look fantastic. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing
1: amazing, girl. What's up? What's going on?
0: Everything's good. I just want to say thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. You definitely were one of the fan favorites and everybody was requesting that I bring you on. So
1: thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. I mean, I've got tagged on Instagram. and <laughs> I, I saw like, um, just a few people like, hey, would you, you know, would you, you know, go on the show? I'm like, okay. Then I saw it again. I'm like, let me see what's going on. You know what I mean? So I had, I went and I saw all the girls. I saw my girl, Callie. I saw, um, just so, so many, so many good people that I I still talk to to this day. So I was like, of course I got to do it.
0: That's awesome. I love hearing that you still have relationships with everybody. And you know, I, I consider myself grateful too because, well, first of all, the the fans of this podcast and of these shows have been amazing. They yes. basically are like working as my agent for me. <laughs> like, anytime I want to find somebody, they're like, we're on it. And they, <laughs> they totally take care of it. So I, I'm grateful to them. But um, also it's cool because I get to basically get Reacquainted with my old castmates and that sort of thing. But then there's yeah. certain people that I have never met or talked to before, and you're one right. of them. So it's cool because this podcast like brings us all together in a really yes. positive way.
1: We got, we got something in common, honey, forever. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, let's get into it. You have a really incredible story.
0: And the more I read about you, the more I was just so impressed with you. You had a really challenging childhood, and you, made something really incredible out of it. So let's talk about your uh, cause of raising awareness for HIV and AIDS and how you got into that. Okay, thank
1: you for even getting this up out the way real quick so everybody can hear what I got to say about it. Um, HIV has been a part of my life since I was five years old. A lot of people don't know that, um, even when I was on the show, a lot of my friends in high school, college, a lot of them didn't know nothing about my mom and my brothers. So I I have my, my mom and my twin brothers passed away from HIV complications the same year Flavor of Love aired. Ugh. My mom, my brothers passed when I was younger, but my mom passed the same year Flavor of Love aired in the same year I recorded I Love Money for so the drive and the tears and all of that that I had for I Love Money it was deep. Right before I filmed I Love Money, which is the same year as my mom. So my mom was 2008, May. May 2008 and my grandmother was October. So I had lost my mom and my grandma. My grandma was not diagnosed with HIV, but I lost my grandmother too. And going on I of money at the time, I just had so much going on in my personal life. Like it was a drive for me. So that's that. But going back to why I'm an advocate, uh, my mom broke up with my dad. I was like maybe almost two years old. She fell in love with my brother's dad, got pregnant with my twin brothers, Come to find out, a couple of years later, they got very sick, and everybody was like, "What is wrong with these twins? Like, why are they so sick?" You know what I mean. So did a lot of tests. This is 1989. Ran some tests. Found out that my brothers were born with HIV. Oh my, my mom god! had HIV. And when I got tested, they say you got to test your daughter as well, just to see. When I tested negative, they was, that's when she realized it was their their uh, their dad. So oh. approached the dad. He just said. Just didn't think it would happen. Blah blah blah. So many things happened with that. Um, so I just kept that secret for a long time. Even on favor of love, that was just a secret. Um, like I said, in high school, all through school, all of my life, it was a secret. Um, I didn't want to be judged back then. I was young. I didn't want people to say, "Oh, your mom got HIV." Like you were staying in a house with her. Like you know, so many, so much stigma. So what I do now is try to cut that stigma down. Like I stayed in the house with my mother and my brothers. I was the only negative person in the house and nothing happened to me. I shared bathrooms. I shared forks, food, everything. I hugged on them. They loved on me. Nothing happened to me. So that's something I always wanted to share with people. Like if you have a family member, a friend, a coworker, whoever it is in your life, don't treat them different because nothing can happen to you if there's no blood exchange. You know what I mean? And even in emergency situations, when there is blood exchange that you may know somebody who is HIV positive or not, there's things to help you with that. You know, I'm here to help people realize that uh, you could have babies if you're pregnant, if you're a mom, if you're HIV positive, you can have babies and your babies can come out and be born negative. You know, like there's there's so many things that has happened since my mom and my brothers. I lost my brothers one by one. Oh, uh, my first brother passed away in 92 so he was five I was eight uh so elementary I dealt with my one of my brothers passing and then my next brother passed away when I was in middle school so it has just been a journey with that um coming out with my story right after my hair salon um uh, it was wow. just time I was just ready and I was just ready to share my story and use my platform my name um, down here in Miami, because Miami is one of the number one cities. Of course, if you guys don't know when it comes to new HIV infections. So having Miami tied in with HIV is very important to me. It stands for beyond VH1. It stands for where I grew up at, where my life was based on, uh, how I grew up. Miami changed my mother's life. Um, so it's a lot, it's deeper than what people think. Wow, so that's, that's it,
0: heavy, girl. I gotta say, yeah. I am so sorry <laughs> that you have had all these losses in your life. I, I lost my mom in 2004. I know what loss feels like. And I am so sorry that you had to go through that so many times in such a close period and over
1: something yeah. so devastating. Um, My heart goes out to you. Yeah, yeah, thank you for that. But it's just, you know, life, life happens like that. God uses people in crazy, mysterious ways. And my mom, unfortunately, she was chosen for that. So Mm. she was chosen. She was a big beacon down here in Miami-Dade. She was the first group of Black women down here who were diagnosed with HIV. So she did so much for not only Dade County, Miami, Broward County. She did a lot of stuff through the nation as well before things were even the way they are today. Mm. Like there were things that did not exist when my brothers were, were alive. Like so we've seen the progression of this my whole life. And it was just only right for me to continue doing what my mom used to do, which that was her job. Like she was an advocate. She was bold and just headstrong. So, I, again, I'm only doing, I only wanted to tie my platform that I still have. Um, it's very Googleable. It's very easy to, to find and relate. There's a million Angela Pitts out here. So, <laughs> believe it or not. You're the only so the real him, one, though. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But having Miami along with it is just so much, it, it's Googleable. You can see the the whole progression of what I've been and all of that. And then you can come and see the HIV stuff and learn more about that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, there's just so much around HIV, man. Like, um, real quickly, I want to plug for those who are, may have been raped, may have been sexually abused, you have not gave any consent or, uh, you know, your partner is positive and you guys had a night that you did not, um, protect yourselves. You have like 72 hours to take this medicine called PEP and that could help prevent you. If you take it for the next 28, 30 days, uh, it can help prevent HIV. So it's just like, there's so many layers to it. What is the medicine? Um, Huh? What is the medicine called? medicine is called PEP, and that's for emergency situations. If How do you, you, have you spell pre- that? P-E-P. P-E-P. Okay, gotcha. P-E-P. And there's another medicine called PREP, P-R-E-P, and you can take that every day um, while you're out having your sexual healthy life mm-hmm. to help also prevent HIV along with condoms. So, so much information. I have a YouTube channel for all of that, you guys. You can find it at projectam.org. It goes straight to the YouTube channel. Uh, Project A&M Inc. on um, Instagram, and it stands for Project Anna in Miami. That was my mom's name, Anna. So it's it's dear to me until the cure comes. I'll be talking about HIV forever. And yeah, um, I think it's very important. That's great. I'll, yeah. put, um, I'll put
0: all the links in the description below this uh, video in YouTube. I'll put all the links to those as well in case somebody misses that. Um, they can go look in the description. I really Thank appreciate you. your um, your advocacy for HIV and AIDS because I will tell you that um, I used to tour in a rock band, toured all over the country. There was another band that were good friends of mine and the bass player who uh, who is he's a gay man and he was HIV positive. He and I had become really, really good friends and become really close. By the time he told me, um, I was just heartbroken and and devastated. And he's in his 50s now, I believe. And he's actually like doing pretty well. He takes yeah. lots of medication, but to uh, to go along with your point about, it's really a difficult thing to, to, to get from somebody else and not to ostracize your friends or people because they may be HIV positive. So this was back when my band was like touring in a van and my band and his band toured together. We shared a a van. I hung out with him all the time. He was my very dear friend. So we would always like hug each Mm -hmm. other and kiss each other on the face and, you know, share a drink and that sort of thing. And I I never was worried about um, contracting it from him because I educated myself. But I will tell you that one of the, um, one of the executives at the record label that, their band and our band were signed to, we went through that executive's hometown and he offered us, he had a huge house. And so he offered all of us a place to stay. But then uh, he found out that this bass player was HIV positive And he told that band that he wasn't welcome to stay at his house because he has kids yeah. and he was, he was worried that it, it was, something was going to happen. And we're all like, you're being stupid right now. If you Google it, anything, just take five minutes to educate yourself you understand yeah. there isn't a risk here but it was really really hurtful to the bass player you know and as I said I toured all over the country with this guy in a van and you know I'm living proof yeah. that you don't catch it like that so yeah I think this is I so. With my mom
1: and brothers for what um uh, since they was born I guess 15 years before I went off to college well with her up to 15 years but nothing happened that was my mom you know what I mean that was my mom I got kisses and hugs and she cooked for me and everything like there was only one bathroom in my house like that was my mom you know and like you said it was there's a lot of ignorance you know and a lot of people that needs to you know self educate themselves it happened in my own family we never talked about it everybody knew they never talked about it when I lost my brothers they never talked about it when I lost my mom they never talked about it I had to deal with it all my by myself you know what I mean yeah so I remember we going you know going to my grandmother's house on my dad's side my brothers would go with me and my job was to clean the toilets after them you know when my mom found out about that, my brothers never went back over there Wow so it, it it's just been a journey so I like like I said, I'm just here to have people relate to this story because everybody knows somebody
0: yeah
1: and the more that we can just give people love and grace and let them know that they are still human beings, they just have a condition that basically attacks their immune system you know mm. what I mean so I that's what I do. And I love it, you know, when it comes to HIV, when it comes to God, I have that as well. Endorsed by God.com. So that's just that's just who I am today. Like give people grace. Nobody's perfect. Everybody has their thing and love on people. That's it. Absolutely. Especially right now. Calm, that's it. Yeah. Well, I, I
0: commend you for this. I, I can't even imagine <laughs> how challenging your journey was. And I'm sure there was lots of ups and downs, but you persevered and, and you're using this now to to help others. So I, I think that's amazing and incredibly admirable. I, I love that about you.
1: Thank you, girl. Absolutely. Thank you for giving me this part to just do that. I really appreciate that.
0: Of course. Of course. Absolutely. Well, do you mind if we uh, shift gears a little bit, get into, <laughs> yes, get it, honey. all right. I'm so excited <laughs> to talk to you about this. Um, so, Obviously, you're on Flavor of Love season three and the winner of I Love Money season two. So how did you get into all of these shows? Had you seen Flavor of Love? Did you know about it by the time you auditioned? Were you familiar with New York and all of that? And what what made you want to do the show and how did you get
1: to audition? Woo, so here we go. Okay. <laughs> so I think everybody talk. around that time, <laughs> everybody around that time knew Flavor of Love. I mean, if you didn't know Flavor of Love around the 2005, 2006, 2007 era, depending on what age you were, of course, um, you knew about it. So I was minding my own business. <laughs> I got a story. I was minding my own business. I had just left FAMU, graduated from FAMU, uh, which is in Tallahassee, Florida A&M University. Mm-hmm. I to all my Rattlers. I left there, moved to Atlanta. I didn't come back to Miami. I moved straight to Atlanta and I started working at Hooters. So I was working at Hooters. I probably was there maybe four months before I got approached to do the show. And this random guy, he wasn't part of none of that. He was just like, hey, did you hear about, and I'm doing my thing in my section. Hey, uh, did you hear about uh, Flavor Love Their cast? And I'm like, no. I'm working, you know, like I was doing doubles. (laughs) I was working my butt off. I did not want to come back home to Miami, right? So um, working my butt off and he just told me where to go. And I was like, well, I'm working the double. I won't be able to go. So thank you. Thank you. Whatever, whatever. The double shift came, night shift came and too many girls on the floor. So the manager is like, okay, everybody put their name tag in. Whoever name comes out, you got to go home and make it fair for everybody. Okay, cool. Put my name tag in. My name comes out go home. I'm like, okay, this dude told me about this doggone casting. Maybe I should go. I'm like, no, girl. Watch TV. Get ready. Just take this night off. You know, like, you've been working your butt off. Just chill. I'm like, then all of a sudden, something just said, go. So I got dressed, go, and it was probably a few minutes left. Like, I was like, maybe second or third from the last person. And I went. I did my whole little shebang. (laughs) and uh, They was like, we love you. Can you come back? Um, we'll, we we'll, we'll call you and we'll let you know. So they called me, let me know that I did great for the interview. Want to come back for the second part of the interview, came back for the second part of the interview. And I guess I killed that. Nice. And, and yeah. And that's how it actually happened. Like I was not seeking flavor of love. I was working, like literally I was so broke. I was working my butt off at Hooters. Like I was the number one sales girl at, at the time in Atlanta, downtown P Street. Like I was working my butt off and wasn't worried about no Hooters. I mean, wasn't worried about no favorite love. <sighs> if I wasn't in that section by the windows and I did not get that guy as my customer, I probably wouldn't be on favorite love. That's
0: so crazy. Or if he hadn't picked your name to go out you of know, the bowl. Oh, that too. Yeah. All
1: of it. All That's of it. If, so if wild. I was late, you know what I mean? Like it's so much go to it. So I take that very deeply to know that i knew i was supposed to do it of course for the show whatever but for other things like for today you know what i mean like the things i'm doing today absolutely how it all happened
0: yeah it's just like too perfect and you wouldn't have been able to go on i love money or win i love money had you not been on flavor of love so it's so cool how that happens like just it's a domino effect one thing leads to the next which leads to the next that's so cool
1: i just was not wasn't even worried about it, but I heard about it. I think we all was like, flavor, 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 no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but then, you know, when, when you think about it, it's like, okay, well, why not? You know what I mean? So that's how that happened. Just that out of the blue. So by the time that you got to
0: the set, were you, I mean, obviously you were already aware with the previous shows. Were you thinking that... There's no chance he's actually here to find love? Or were you thinking, like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I'll fall in love with this guy now that I'm here? Or what were your thoughts on that?
1: Girl, <laughs> um, <laughs> late on I me. I he was looking for love or not. Like, I went on there at the time. Um, the contract told us everything, what was going to happen, how many days we're going to be there, how much per diem we're going to get, and all of that. I'm like, okay, well, if I, you know, if I stayed this certain amount of time when I get back, you know, I'm thinking about work. I'm telling you, I'm thinking about work. Cause I could not get a job at all when I was in Atlanta. Like I just couldn't believe it. So I was working at Hooters. So I was just like, you know what, why not? Let's just give, give this a shot and just see what happens. Have fun. I was looking for no love. I didn't care if he was looking for no love. I'm like the flavor slave. He's about the age of my dad. Like, just to know. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so going on set and seeing all the girls, um, First thing, them getting past the testing, you know, we got to do all this testing. Yeah, psych uh, test, drug tests. Yeah, and being in a hotel room, I was enjoying that part. Like, we ate, I ate very good in the hotel. I think I can remember that. Nice. Um, Had you been yeah, to LA before?
0: Huh? Had you been to LA before? No. That was your first LA trip? Okay, that was that's my
1: cool. First time flying to LA. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was just, I wasn't looking for love and didn't care. Didn't yeah. Didn't care. Yeah.
0: Did you feel any kind of connection with him, like, even from, like, a friendship or a peer level?
1: You know what? As the time went on, first meeting him, and I think when we all met him and I did what I had, you know, presented myself, Mm -hmm. uh, I think he realized, like, okay, she may be a little different. You know what I mean? Of course, gorgeous. Of course that. But I think he actually realized my personality as well. And... I feel like he he felt me he 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 you know you know I think he had something there but for me it was really platonic it was really surface with me with him yeah um, what I do remember is uh getting my clock before elimination yeah that had never happened yeah that had never happened I was so gonna I ask you like, about okay, that he really feeling me yeah like yeah. I get a clock before elimination like the girls were just crazy upset like Course. why did he get a clock like blah 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 and it's like I didn't do nothing for the clock went in his room I did kiss him mm-hmm. uh but that was about it and I got you know you just be you but I didn't take it serious because his his baby mom his his mother of his kids were in the house every night mm. so it was like well maybe this is like showish you know what I mean so I yes. just went along with it that's yeah. so night, crazy with the baby say that last part again yeah, every night she was basically there with the baby, as much as we, as much as I remember seeing her. Wow, so, that's I did I you guys see, ever talk to her? No, like it was like very brief and swift. Um, and he'll leave. You know, we'll be in the house by ourselves. Uh, so at at one point, you realize this is really a show. You know what I mean? This yeah. has nothing to do with love. He is probably in a hotel with his boo. They having a good old grand time. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm like totally blown away by that. Yeah, Yeah, girl. It's deep. So then I started thinking like, well, maybe because he started to feel me too quickly, maybe she didn't like that. And maybe whatever had to happen to get me off the show. (laughs) No, So I I don't, I really, um, I really don't know. But it was at one point I just realized it's a show. It's a show. Just go along with as much as you can still be yourself you know, respect yourself still, you know, do what you'll be happy about doing. Um, but it's a show. Yeah, absolutely. I, I yeah. totally get where you're coming from. That is just so wild. And I kind of feel
0: like you, you got the raw end of the deal uh, in a couple of ways. Um, yeah. I'm going to jump around a little bit now because the one thing that everybody, including myself, wants to know about is that freaking phone call, that strange ass phone call. And I mean, clearly... It's obvious that that somebody was up to no good because yeah. this person, this mystery person, calls the house. They already know you by your your show name, Miami. They're not calling you by your real name, so Which is right, weird. yeah, right there. That's you know that's suspicious. But then they're like making all these crazy statements, saying that like you owe the money and stuff like that. What? What? I mean, there was a couple of I know. I was kind of thinking, like, is this is this Reina doing this? Is this Seasons doing this? Like, who's doing this? Is this yeah. the producers? Because I didn't think it was like actually somebody from your outside life. I mean, that just didn't make yeah. any sense to me. So, yeah. can you can you shed some light on that situation?
1: Thank you for bringing this up, honey. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> this has just been on the little coat of my tail since Erin and show. It's been over twelve years. Okay, wow. <laughs> so uh, this dog on phone call, which which I look at it as a defamation of character to the extreme. I got, I had hired lawyers and everything because I was really, I was really hurt by how it actually panned out. And I knew it was going to air and I knew it was coming. Um, and I had to prepare myself. Like I was like, I don't know how they're about to spin it. And I had to wait to see how they was going to actually air it. And when they did air it, I had, I had uh, hired lawyers because, I didn't know I didn't know what was gonna happen with the lawyers. I didn't know, you know, what I already had agreed upon with my contract. I just knew it was so messed up. Yeah. Because now my name is tarnished and I worked very hard. Not worked work, work very hard, but I kind of kept myself together in a way that I know that I'm happy with. You know what I mean? Of course. So to have that one moment have everybody speculate about you, it's just so messed up. But anyway, they did it to Jesus, though so not in that <sighs> in in that way. But um Yeah, so I have no, they took our phones at the time. So I pleaded and I begged these producers, I begged, of course they didn't show that part. I'm like, listen to every phone call that I called out of this house. I called one person, which is my mother. Mm -hmm. And even to this day, I wish they could just give me those phones. I would love to hear my mom voice. I don't have any voicemails. 2008, you know, between then and now, there's no voicemails or anything. Because things are different. But anyway, so I'm like, Look at the call logs. You guys see when we're calling. You see how long we're on the phone. You sit there and record us with a, with, with a camera. Show me who, do who. what mail did I call? Well, out of for house. starters,
0: um, I can shed some light on this as well because yeah. when I was on Rock of Love and Charm School and I Love Money season three, every single phone call that we make, we're only allowed to make it on the house phone. And yeah. also a producer is listening in on every single call. That's why we yes, can't really- uh, get into like too hardcore of stuff because we know that our calls are being listened to by every producer because yeah. they don't want us calling up a family member and doing like spoiler alerts on the shows and stuff like that <laughs> yeah and they also, also we don't have the phone number to the house phone so you know it's the um I think if there's like an emergency our family members were given like an emergency number if they like had to get a hold of us for some reason but otherwise right. they can't just call the house whenever they want to like that's
1: not how that worked. Exactly, because there was there was things to come into the line and going out. Like this is like real landline times, you know what I mean. <laughs> so that was just it was so frustrating. Like I was so mad with Flav. I'm like, Flav, come on, dog. Like you know, y'all know. Every phone call I call, and I barely use the phone because I'm here to play a gang since I'm here to be on TV. Okay, we're gonna play this little game. I barely use the phone, so find every call that I call. Whoever this guy is, and if so see who is this person who know my nickname? Like, who knows my nickname is Miami? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, wow. I just put a lot of two and two together when I left. I said it could have been Raina. A lot of people, you know, the 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 um, the um fans and everything just put a lot of stuff together. I'm like, yeah, it could have been her. I didn't really have bad blood with her that much. It was probably like a little iffy, but not like that. You know what I mean? But then I was like, I don't know, maybe she's upset. The whole house was upset because I had the clock early. That yeah. next, the next elimination I was going after that, after I got that clock. You know what I mean? So... Everybody was upset. Everybody was felt threatened by me. Um, and that's how that went. And then I was like, well, maybe it was the, the 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 um the mother of his child. Maybe she felt like Flay was just doing too much with me, you know what I mean? Giving yeah. me that clock early. Maybe she was like, uh uh-uh. uh, like <laughs> you need to get out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So whatever I all need to do, producers, just do it, get her out of this house because whatever connection they got going on, it gotta, it gotta be done. Yeah, um, I mean that. Could, was, yeah. I was thinking about a lot of stuff, but I was just like, it was just messed up. But anyway, yeah, um, totally. So it what could if, have been the girls. It could have been seasons. It could have been Raina. I talked to seasons about it uh, a couple of months ago. and oh, what she said. She was just like she just went along with a lot of stuff. But you know, nothing. I never took nothing personal. Years later, yeah, um, but. It was very messed up. But nobody
0: nobody yeah. ever said like, yeah, I have a confession to make. It was me. Like not one person did that. And none of the other
1: uh, girls said I know for sure who it was. That never not happened. One person. Um, I haven't talked to Raina and I've never talked to Raina ever before. Um, so maybe she can say something about it. Oh my and God, I think like I should find her now. All- <laughs> I feel like I should go find her now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, maybe it was just our production. I think everybody had something. I know BX had like this whole thing about her being a video. You know what I mean? Like even I did videos when I was at, when I was in college.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I was like, Man, maybe they can't use that with me because they got to use it for BX. You know what I mean? So yeah, they got to find something else for me to get out of this house. Cause that's- they didn't go with what they wanted to go with when the next wave of girls came. Cause after I left the whole game kind of just changed. Yeah. You know that's what I mean? so-, crazy.
0: so what if Flav say when you were like, Hey Flav, you know, this crazy phone call, this wasn't me. You know, I can provide you with proof. If you just look through the call logs, um, what was his response to all of that?
1: Now how the editing looked versus how he was in person. He was like, okay, we got to get down to this. Cause if so, that's just not cool. You know what I mean? He, to me, I felt like he was like understanding like, okay, but well, we'll get down to it. I'm like, you got to get down to it. He was like, well, what else have you done? I'm like, yeah, I, I've done videos. Like I'm a beautiful, beautiful woman. You know what I mean? Like Young, beautiful, I can I can drive to Atlanta do videos, come back. So yes, I've done videos. I have a website. It was Angela It was up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So um I think that I was, was like, a pretty like, common thing Like that has something to do. Yeah. You want you want women to come in this house squeaky clean. You they're not Google You want them on a show. Like, what do you want? And you're not squeaky clean. Right. So why do you want a whiteboard with nothing on it. Right, you know right. I mean? Yeah, like, totally. all of us have something. Not to say it's like that to the extreme, but we've all done something. You know what I mean? When I don't care if it's TV, if it's radio, if it's maybe a photo shoot, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so. absolutely.
0: Well, um, I I have some notes here because there's just like so many amazing okay. things I want <laughs> to ask you about. Speaking of that, um, <laughs> I thought this is actually about. Um, uh, BX was uh, was, it was discovered that she was on the Oprah Winfrey show and she was basically like professing her love for Usher. Do you remember all that part? I don't remember that. I I, I I was like going back and, and uh, looking through everything and I was like, yeah, that was one of the reasons that Flav had issues with her because apparently she was on Oprah Winfrey or something. So it just made me think of that because it, of what you just said. Like everybody's yeah, got something yeah, going everybody
1: on. Everybody had Something to get off, you had to have a re I felt like they cast people to have a reason to get off the show to get to the end. Everybody had to have something. Yes. Um, so of course, your past comes up. But my thing was like, you have like so many kids. Like that does not make me want to (laughs) not date you. You know what I mean? So what does that mean to me? You have so many kids, so many baby mothers, like we should be looking at you sideways. But no, we came in here keeping your past in the past. But soon as soon as you find out that we're 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 beautiful women who Take pictures or in videos at the time because at that time that was the thing at the time. Like today, it's Instagram models. Like that was the thing back then. So it was just like, um, come on, like really? So you're gonna count that against me? But you want me to just take you as is? (laughs) It's
0: a good point. Yeah, and I
1: think a a lot of the Rock of Love (laughs) girls, a lot of the Rock of Love girls,
0: you know, did sexy videos and stuff like that too. And so, yeah, I don't think that was like totally uncommon, especially if you're gonna get into. Fans of the rock and roll scene or the hip hop scene or whatever, like, of course, yeah. it is going to be some like risque come stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So
1: it was like the modern day Instagram. It was like, yes. so you're you're, you're, you're going to tell me because my Instagram, you don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Anyway. Yeah, you're 100% right. Um, you guys had some really funny challenges. And one of the challenges that stands out in my head was the one where you guys had to read bedtime stories to the kids. Yeah, and um, yes. and then you were on a team with Buns, and Buns ended up changing <laughs> outfits and going into wearing something that, that literally showed her buns. And then you guys probably would have won had it not been for for that. And so, yeah. so walk us through all of that. And like, what were you thinking when you saw what she was wearing? And like, there's kids, and you know, what were your thoughts with? And like, how were you? Like, you were pretty pissed that you guys didn't win because of that, right?
1: Yeah, it was, oh God, it was so long ago, but I had to actually rewatch Flavor of Love like before I talked to Seasons a while ago, just to make sure I caught up. But girl, I think I was very upset with her because I'm like, we have kids. We thought Shy was going to be the perfect little witch. You know what I mean? Um, And then we flip it because we felt like Shy can also become very, you know, extra and talk to the kids and be very out of line. We need you to just go across the room. And that's it. That's all That's all you got to do. Just go across the room. And she went across the room. <laughs> she, 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 Her whole body went across the room. So we were <laughs> upset because we almost had it. And again, it was all about winning challenges and winning dates. And I wanted to have my own date with him. Um, I did the skydiving date with him, but it, it was with, you know, ice in, 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 uh, Atlanta. So it was just like, um, I wanted to have my own date too. You know course, what I mean? Yeah. have our own little thing going on with him. So it was a big thing. Uh, another challenge that I really loved was the one, I know everybody still talks about today, the day that I had to, um, wrap my, that wasn't a challenge. I think that was a, I think that was a, was that a challenge? Oh, no, that was a date. And I wrapped my hair up with Saram Wrap. Oh, to yes. my hair. Yes, that's yeah. right. Um, So I wanted to win so we can go out and do more dates. You know what I mean? So I was, ooh, I was so upset with uh Buns. Like, girl, you had one job. And that was just to go across the room. Yeah. You
0: know what I mean? That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And to go back to what you just were talking about, I actually had ice on here a few weeks ago. And uh, she talked about bonding with you and how she thought you were yeah. awesome. And I cannot believe that you guys did the skydiving thing. Like, that is insane to me. <laughs> and, you know, but at the same time, like, it wasn't just skydiving. It was skydiving with Flavor Flav. Like, that is yeah. crazy. So, yeah. I
1: mean, like, how are you able to do that? <laughs> you know what? I've always been kind of like a borderline daredevil. I'm always trying something at least once. Uh, I grew up playing basketball. So i am always been a tomboy. Like, e- even though, you know, all of this is here. Um, Like I'm really like a tomboy, so I'm okay with doing it. But I was ner- like I was surprised that they were gonna have a skydive on the first date. Like that was the first date of the show, <laughs> and I'm like, this is how we jumping out of here, just jumping out of you know things. I mean, but I was excited because it's something I always wanted to do. Um, so at least I knew it was in good hands. Mm. The show ain't gonna let us die. Yeah, you know? hopefully not. Um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully you know this parachute works. Um, but yeah, it was so cool. Ice as well. Like Ice has just been since Slave of Love. Like when I saw her come on I Love Money, I'm like, yes, like I have somebody. Even to this day, she just such a cool, cool woman. She's um, awesome. Yeah, she's just so dope. So Ice will always be a part of my life moving forward. Regardless, she is just so cool. I love um, that. Yeah. That was a crazy day, girl, but it was so much fun. It was unbelievable. What
0: a great, great experience. What a great experience. So when you finally got eliminated, I felt like you kind of got chipped when you, when you ultimately got, like, I don't think you should have been eliminated that soon, especially as you said, after you got the clock. I, I mean, were you just like mind blown when that
1: happened? I was just, I think I was more upset than anything at the time. I just felt like they didn't, I felt like he didn't fight for me. Mm. like I told your butt to listen to my phone calls they got the log I probably called maybe a hand and a half times out to my mom um just to check in on her of course you know just making sure she's doing good nobody didn't know why right you know just checking on my mom and um I'm like you didn't listen to the call did you yeah. listen to him or did you not listen to him yeah it is to, listen to him. really yeah, so you're just going to take all these little things in here. They're already upset with me. Um, they already don't like me. They already think I'm a threat, of mm-hmm. course. And you're going to just believe them over me? Yeah. Really, yeah. slave? Like, what type of relationship do we have now? Because now you're believing stragglers, you know what I mean? <laughs> over me? Yeah. You know, so I, I think I was more upset with that and just how they just had to get me out. But I understand why now. Yeah. Um, that next, That next... Scene was like a calendar shoot or something. Mm-hmm. I would have won that. Oh, you would you know have I mean? mopped the floor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. So, have you have you yeah. seen Flav since then, or have you talked to him since then?
1: I haven't seen him since then. Not that I could think of. Not really. He has come to Miami a lot of times. Um, I don't know a lot of people wanted me to come to these parties, but I was just like, nah. You know, let me just stay my it. distance. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you feel like a little bit? resentful about all of that or have oh, you-, you know what no not really I just feel like um if he's doing his thing I'm not gonna be put myself in that position like hey say, did you remember me like you know what I mean like he's coming for 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 work so mm-hmm. if he's working I'm not trying to be there now it's something that his team reach, reaches out to me and say hey Miami would you want to come out sure if I see him it's no hard no hard feelings you know what I mean I have no hard feelings towards him or anybody from these shows, like it has been a thousand years ago. Yeah. Um, We just have that bond, you know what yeah. I mean? For, yeah. for forever until it waters all the way down and out. But I have no resentment, like at all. I I, I will go back and do everything all over. Oh. Um, I wouldn't change anything. Oh, that's good. That makes me happy yeah. to hear.
0: Yeah, so of course now we got to dive into I Love Money. There's a lot to unpack and- there too. So how long after um you... Left Flavor of Love. How long after that did you then do I Love Money? And um, did you know
1: that when you were first invited, did you know right away that you wanted to do it? You know what? No, they actually reached out to me and was like, hey, we're going to be doing I Love. And I saw the show. Like, again, I'm very competitive. Mm -hmm. So I was like, that'll be such a dope show. You know what I mean? To go on. They reached out to me after the show, like that summer. Um again, after my mom had passed, my mom had just passed right after the reunion had aired. oh wow, oh, yeah, so they reached out. I was like, okay, this is I'm definitely going to just get me away like at that time, I didn't care. I'm like, take me away, like let's go, I'm gonna fight my butt off like a so good escapism, go. I would imagine for you, yeah, like it was it was it was it was hard. did um, your mom get to see you on flavor flavor of love? <laughs> She saw a few episodes, and I think the last episode, she did. She was was she able to see the last one? I think she was able to see the last one, but she was in the hospital at that time. Oh, so She was in the hospital for a couple of weeks, and then she didn't, of course, couldn't see the reunion or nothing like that. But mm. um, I'm so sorry. I leave when I got back from the reunion, or after? No, we filmed the reunion before the show was done. Of course, it was still airing. When I got back from filming the reunion, even though the show had still been airing, um, that's when she passed away. So wow. I, I remember that vivid because I know my hair. I had a, like this cute little bob I did. I just do my own hair. So I had this cute little bob, and the day she passed, I just cut it like like here. I just didn't care no more. But I had Aww. filmed that um that flavor of love uh reunion while she was still alive so. I think
0: it's great that she got to see you on tv though that's yeah, cool I yeah, bet she was she super was, proud of she you
1: <laughs> she was she was like I, I girl I can't believe you even talking to some flavor blade you know what I mean <laughs> but um yeah I I, I wish I would have got to be able to talk to her more about just their life and after and stuff like that but
0: yeah. Uh oh, well, I know I know yeah. she stayed with you. So what did you end up doing with the money? That's the that's the question we all have is I mean first of all, you did a phenomenal job. I mean, you are a powerhouse and you just killed it on that show and uh, I thought I thought you played the game really well. Uh what did what did you end up doing with the money?
1: Um I I, li- I lived off the money for a while, of course, for for some years actually. Uh, wish I would've did more real estate back then. I wish more people was around me to tell me what to do. You know what I mean? Um, of course I, I got my, uh, started my hair salon. That's awesome. That's a big yeah, deal. I, and then I did that. I'm sorry. I got, I, I drunk some oh. sparkling water right before. So I'm like, oh <laughs> my God, I don't have to burp. No worries. Um, but yeah, so I did my hair salon and in hopes at the time, I think it, at that time I did the hair and I was it, hoping that it could get picked up like how, uh, what is that tattoo show on VH1 now? Um, I know what you're was, talking about, but I don't know the name of it though. It was, uh, ah, what is the, ah, anyway, the tattoo show with the guy, he has a tattoo shop and all of that. So that was my ammo to do it. But then, you know, the guy had passed, the, the guy had killed his girlfriend, cut up and put in a suitcase and it wait are you talking about every- are you talking about uh ryan from my season yeah oh okay yeah from i love money three yeah like we couldn't even pitch anything anymore after that like it yeah. was done yeah it yeah, was yeah. Done yeah. Um, that was but yeah so uh, i i did my hair salon and uh beautiful hair salon years later i ended up selling it to someone but um but yeah that's what that's what i basically overall kind of did and just lived Lived off of it, and enjoyed that, and got to travel. And nice. um, but like I said, I wish I could go back and buy some real estate now because I'm I'm a real estate agent as well. Daytime, that's my job. Oh, nice, um, awesome. That's lot of my passion projects and stuff like that. Uh, that's what I do in Miami and Broward County. I'm a real estate agent. That's a um, great business. great place to to do that as well. Yeah, I love money. Was cool. I, I loved it. I loved um. I was able. I was known to like switch up my hair like every episode. So I was like, hair goes, if it was hair goes back then, hashtagging. Um, I just love, I love money was just so, because there was no control. Like either you win or you lose. Right. You know what I mean? Like either you fall on your face or you don't. Like right. it wasn't like flavor of love. So
0: it was just. It was more objective versus more subjective. Yeah. Like it was feeling Either it was you, or there you don't. Yeah.
1: Either you run, either you swim. <laughs> if you don't do it well, you can just lose. Yeah. Nobody and choosing for you, so
0: so you and and um and Taylor made did a great job teaming up together. Yeah. and um so one thing I was curious about: did you guys ever have any kind of um like romantic thing going on? Um, did was it just a friendship thing strictly? <laughs> and do you still talk to
1: him? Tell us about that. You know what? I had no romantic thing with nobody in the house. Oh, and really? It, I thought I didn't know what guys were going to come on the, like come on the show. But I just didn't have, there was nobody there for me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like not one person. So uh I almost forgot his name, Tellamane. Oh. So Telemaine became almost like a, a guy brother type of friend. Yeah. Like yeah. So cool. Like me and him was like in the house. Like we was very um I, I, I again I lost my brothers, right? So when I have friendships with guys, I take that very serious. I don't make sure there's no lines crossed. Because I always, you know, want to have that brotherly relationship with, with with guys, but um, yeah, we we just we just really just kicked it off. Um, he listened to me a lot, even though everybody thought it was a lot of him, but it was really a lot of me as well. Um, and we just kind of cling like we just we just got it together, and of course, it was in there too, and mm-hmm. had to pull teeth with him. Yes, yes. The Queen but uh, yeah, me and Teller maybe was so cool. Him and Ice. Um, that was my team. Like, that's all I needed was those two. Honestly, everybody else was kind of like fancy. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Prancer was, you know, at one point on the team, but then she just went far left. Um, but yeah, Bones, Bones was real cool. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I know that things were like a little bit of, um, a little rocky with you and Safari, a little bit rocky with you and Becky Buckwild. Uh, Have you talked to those
1: two since all of that? No, I mean, they're going to be, no, back then, you know, Mm -hmm. back then, because they're probably different women today. um, But back then that was their, that was their thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I already knew what was going, when I seen who was going to be there, I'm like, Lord, here we go. You know what (laughs) I mean? So I had to prepare myself for them and prepare myself for all of that. I know me and Becky, we had like a little scuffle and either I was going to whoop her behind and get kicked off the show and let her take 250 away from me or do it in a nice, nice, nasty way and show her like, look, the mama, stop playing with me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. chill out because you're doing too much. Like, it's one thing you want to have, you know, and I'm talking about past, past her, not to date her, but back then it was just so much, but um, I understood like she wanted to get on and put on for herself and play her role, but it was just it was just a lot. Yeah, the um, whole
0: um, the whole fainting thing that Safari did that was so funny and just so incredible. Yeah. And what was your take? Like when that was happening, did you think that she was faking it? Did you think this is really happening? Were you like, what the hell no. is going
1: on? <laughs> come on? Come on, I think I, they had like this little snippet they showed me laughing. Like, come on, like it's Safari, you know. Yeah. But surprisingly, nobody doesn't know that me and Safari. Not to say we was best friends or anything like that, but at the very end. Me and her, I think we kind of bonded because we were black women, mm-hmm. um, and there was just something there that nobody didn't know. Like we were very like um, we kind of got a little bit of respect for each other towards the end. That's cool. Us, That's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just look. It was. It wasn't nothing major. Trust me, it wasn't major. It wasn't BFLs. We weren't like. Ooh, but it was just a small little line of respect of just being black women Mm -hmm. right now on this show, what's left of women here right now. Um, And I think she recognized that with me. And of course I recognized that with her. Mm -hmm. We just had like a slight little moment. So that's something I don't think nobody. That's interesting. Oh, that's cool. I like hearing that. I think that's
0: awesome. So one person I want to ask you about, because multiple people have asked me to bring him onto the show. And I did a little digging into him, and I'm like, I don't know if I can bring this guy onto the show. Um, <laughs> it help me understand it because I went <laughs> and looked into things that he's got going on because I because I was actually considering bringing him on, and apparently he has a YouTube channel. And first of all, to me, my perspective—I might be wrong—but my perspective, he comes across as relatively misogynistic, and you know, referring to women as like bitches and hoes and stuff like that. Then I found a video that he made where he's basically just filming his. I'm assuming it's his dog. It's a cute little like Yorkshire Terrier. Anybody who knows me knows I'm obsessively in love with animals and particular dogs. And he's like screaming at the dog the whole time in this video. And he's like, he's like talking shit to the dog. And I can tell that he thinks it's funny the way he's doing it, but I can also tell the dog is like being overwhelmed by his energy and the dog is starting to be frightened and it's oh. borderline abusive. It's borderline. I was, I actually yeah. just saw that today before I came in because I was going to ask you about it. And I was just doing a little research, and I found that video.
1: I'm like, that is messed up. So that's major to you too, because I know you have a very soft heart for that. Yeah. I watched the videos, the introduction. I think he was talking about that, and I was like, wow, like she actually has like some passions here. So yeah. Um, so help me understand. I know that's touchy for you, yeah. I know that's touchy for you, yeah. But it is is you know <laughs> it it is it, hard because everybody remembers it from back then mm-hmm. it has had a course of his life. Like he has done a lot of growing in many different ways from his religious standpoint to, to, uh, still trying to be, you know, still funny and mm-hmm. still just being it and still being Kwame. Um, it's a hit or miss, but I think now that he's older, I don't think people, I don't think people can expect what they thought it was back then. Okay. Has kinda, he has kind of changed a little bit, but could he possibly put on for the camera too? Probably, you know, he probably can turn it on. I think we all turn it on at some time. Um, but I don't know, but I don't think he would be like very disrespectful. Yeah. Uh, I talked to it a couple of years ago over the phone to a mutual friend. Um, and he would, he sounded the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now today it's been some years later. So, I really don't know. I haven't talked to him in a while.
0: Okay. But I think
1: he may be respectful, but yeah. you just never know what you get with him. So yeah, you may want to have a conversation over the phone with him first, <laughs> without saying, you know, it's a for sure. He, you just want to make sure, like, you know, you just come off like, hey, you know, I just want to make sure, like, we're good. Like, can you just talk about the show? Whatever the case is, just yeah. to see what his space is. Yeah. But I okay. think it'd be cool to get him on, though. Um yeah. But just, you may have to just... <laughs> i mean that that shit out ahead of time <laughs> i feel you i feel you so no, i think everybody would love to hear from him just because who he is um what he's he a character that era. yeah he for sure alone. he he stood out and stood alone so and i think right now with a lot of stuff going on with black america right now i think he may he may not be what everybody think he is so he mm-hmm. may be a little bit more calm you that know what i mean sense. he may talk about that he may talk about being a black man in america because that's Already a black woman in America with Brianna Teller right now is it's oh. is, is, is 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 scary for us black women to be in our houses, you know what I mean? Or yeah and For 100%. a white man to be outside the house. So he may I know for sure he's on that. He was like that before. Yes. Well but I it might be cool to get him on. Yeah. I see am where a, his
0: head at today. Yeah, that's, you bring up a lot of valid points and I'm a huge supporter and, and advocate of the Black Lives Matter movement. I've actually brought it up a number of times on this podcast. So so yeah, yeah. from that perspective, um, I think you raise a lot of really good points. Um, I do have some fan questions and uh, okay. I uh, I just started incorporating uh, on the Talk of Love YouTube channel, there's a community tab. And uh, so everybody was super excited to get to talk to you basically through okay. me. And so, yeah, I've got some some fan questions. Uh so Daniel Tarot, he wants to know, um, he says that you're amazing, but how do you feel being compared to Megan? I know Megan was always doing the bikini thing on I Love Money and then you were doing the lingerie, which I thought was awesome and super hot, by the way. You were doing the lingerie thing on the uh, eliminations, but but then you did get compared to Megan. Um, how did you feel about that? And, and what
1: made you decide to do the lingerie thing? Okay, so... Nothing wrong with being compared to Megan. I, I never had any black bad blood. Women are women. I think, you know, nowadays we should just be stronger. But back then I understand the climate. Uh, I want people to remember, like, I was wearing bathing suits on Flavor of Love. I didn't want to come back to I Love Money and be the bathing suit girl again. I wanted to spice it up a little bit. Um, So that's number one. Number two, I was coming to change my hair. I wanted to make sure I made a drastic thing for myself. And I was known for my lingerie. Mm-hmm. and my hair changes and back then if all my black girls right now if you let's 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 zoom in with each other um we all know hair was not like that back then as it is today so my, my thing I wanted to my statement was to go the title two. Mm-hmm. now when it comes when it came to the whole Megan versus me I felt like it shouldn't have been a versus I did bring her up and I was like you know what she really rocked her her um her bathing suits all the time, you know, but at the same time, my show came out before Megan. So I was Favor of Love came out before Megan. So that's a good point. I, yeah. Come on. You know what I mean? So yeah. they, they might not have edited me a lot in my bathing suit, but trust me, I was in my bathing suit on Favor of Love. Yeah, you're rocking. So it. I was first, <laughs> and I'm not here to say nothing about second or third. Right. She was second. She did her thing, amazing body, tall. You know what I mean? Um, I have take nothing away from her, but when it came to lingerie, like that was my thing. Yeah. You know I, mean? I used I to wear lingerie so. pieces to the club. Mm-hmm. Like I may have the bra with the pants or the, 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 the garter with like, that was me outside of a show. Yeah. So coming to kill it with lingerie that like, that was my thing. Yeah. I that's thought- what I, that was, that was my statement. Nobody else did it. Nobody yeah. else could have done it. Bathing suits, I thought was like cliche to come on Isle of Money to do it again. Again, I was on Say Love. I already had did it. Angela, what else are you gonna do next? Mm-hmm. Lingerie, then. I thought already you rocked did, it. already did the bathing suit, and Megan already did the little the the, <laughs> the bathing suit. So why would I come back and do bathing suits all over again? No. Yeah, yeah. Let me spice it up. Let me be real, Miamian, and wear lingerie and change my hair every episode. Yeah, I thought you that Samuel? you owned it Thank for, you for sure. Question: You guys
0: had some really awesome challenges what would you say was one of your favorite challenges from that show
1: oh like i said it was it was it was 14 episodes i believe so that was a lot of challenges i think the best honestly let me just say it the best challenge was the finale
0: yeah like, yeah i put
1: I think that morning or the night before, I called my aunt uh, either the morning of or the, I think it was the night before because we was in a hotel before that. Um, I called my aunt and that was the only person I could really talk to. Oh, wow. Because, I, again, I had just lost my grandmother two weeks before I got on the show. So I lost my mom months before the show. So I was just in a weird space knowing I was coming back. Home. It was Thanksgiving time around that time, and life was just different. So I don't know. I would just woke up that morning. and I was just like, "I gotta do this." You know what I mean? Like this is it. You know what I mean? Like this is it. You go back home. There's nothing left. You have to pull it together. I cannot believe I'm crying right
0: now. You, I, I totally believe it. That was right. intense. What you went through, and you, you killed it. I mean, you owned it. You well, that, I mean, what you accomplished in that show is massive. That is a big 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 deal. Especially all of the losses that you had been through and um the fact that you were able to accomplish this, that says so much to the person that you are. It says so much to your strength. I'm really impressed and of, of course that's an emotional thing for you. I I totally get it.
1: Yeah, that that was a just a hard like people don't realize like that was the hardest year of my life. I was up out for a flavor of love get back home and then down when my mom passed and then months later i had to go film this other show the same within the same year so it was just it was just a lot so anyway back to the to the challenge i had to pull my butt together and say either you're gonna give it your all you came this far for what to lose against guys angela you are <laughs> female like you have to do this you know what Hell i mean? like I'm yeah to do it. i love yeah. that i just had to represent for, for not only just myself, but for the ladies too, and show that we can, we can kick booty against guys. You know what I mean? So, but honestly, it was just that night before it was just a lot of emotion I had knowing I had to come back home for Thanksgiving and my grandmother wasn't there. Like that was our thing every year on my dad's side to to be with her and, and my dad's side for every year. So it was just a lot. Um, But yeah, that was my, that was the, that was the best challenge because one, best challenge because one, we get, we start shooting dog on coconuts and get over that and pumping the, the, the tube and mine was faulty. No, everybody didn't see that, but it was faulty. I'm like, this is just not going in my, in my favor. So going in the water, like I remember this, like going in the water, thinking it was alligators in the water and (laughs) I was screaming at production. They were sitting there filming. me. I'm like, y'all not going to jump out the boat and come get me out of this water. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, of just not. All Why would they do that? And I didn't think it was like a middle, uh, a seabed in the middle. Who who thought that? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just running, jumping into the water. And it was deep. Getting on the stand, running my butt off tired. Melting ice. You know what I mean? With all of my body. That was crazy. <laughs> and- that was crazy. Yes. <laughs> You know, melting melt that ice and getting in the cab, and I mean, just going 100% and jumping in the ocean, getting a dummy, coming back on the sand, dragging and getting on the boat. And the product, like everybody was so surprised that I could swim. I <sighs> said, yes. Just because I didn't tell you guys I could does not mean I couldn't. I just hate getting my hair wet. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? I just hate it. Yeah. Period. didn't mean I could swim. So, you know, swimming to the shore, running up all of those. It was a lot of stairs, by the way. Running up all of those stone stairs answering stupid questions about people (laughs) that I could care less about at the moment. Right. Um, Trying to keep it together and still get through and not stop and not quit as many times as I could have. Like I think that time I can always like when I'm going through something terrible, you can get through it. You just got to keep going. Mind never matter. Like that, even though it was a show, it spoke big to me in my personal life. Like, no matter how many things look like they're going left or you get tired or it look like it ain't working or whatever the case is. Girl, keep going. You got this. Yeah, Just don't quit. I love that. So, you that. Know, winning it at that moment, it was just, that was the best challenge. That was the I best challenge. That. It was all on me. It was no team. It was all me. It was me. just you. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have to depend on nobody's stupidness or me. <laughs> team. You know what I mean? So it was just all on me and to know you did it all by yourself. Yeah, incredible,
0: incredible. How long was the whole entire thing? Like, how many minutes would you say from start to finish was that whole challenge?
1: Probably over an hour. Damn, probably up to two hours, only because of the ice part and the um the questions part. The questions part we had to stop. Mm. I know we had to stop because Teller May had just jumped out. He had to swim to the stairs to the house, and they were like, "Okay, everybody stop." I'm like, you know, like it was a lot of like stop and pause so the cameras can catch the other person running or whatever the case is. But well, girl, that I am so impressed with
0: you, and you just owned it on on that show. And honestly, you owned it on Flavor of Love too, but particularly that mm-hmm. one, especially everything that you have been through unfortunately we have to we have to wrap up and i feel like we could go for like another hour (laughs) but before i let you go you've got some really cool stuff going on and i want to give you the opportunity to tell everybody all the
1: like cool stuff you got going on right now i'm a real estate agent so everybody in south florida you have people moving here let me know i will take good care of them of course of course um i have a podcast myself it's called brains and beauty two with one of my good girlfriends from college we talk about everything from a to z uh, it comes on live you can watch it live on wednesday nights you can find it on youtube twitter facebook instagram live or you could catch the podcast audio on thursdays right after um, i have my own youtube channel i have two i have miami tv uh, and i also have my project a uh, YouTube which is the HIV AIDS YouTube you can look at so many educational videos um on there and then Miami TV holds a few things Miami TV holds like I, I did I did an interview like years ago with um I started to do interviews too before the podcast um this was like 2017 mm-hmm. I interviewed um Mack. Oh cool okay to start yeah I was about to start doing that too and I started interviewing other local people and other um Athletes and stuff like that, but anyway, so I have like interviews on there. I have uh someone there who lost the baby, um lost in her pregnancy. So that whole thing, I'm getting back into that as well. Doing separate stuff for my podcast, um Christian music. I don't consider myself a big Christian rapper or anything like that, but I love the Lord. Everybody knows I love God. I love Jesus, the Holy Spirit. You can find that at EndorsedByGods.com right now. I have some t-shirts on sale which is an apparel line I'm starting um which is endorsed by God. You can find it on Instagram. <sighs> girl so much Instagram um and the website and right now the first design is a faith soldier. So it's, nice. a, it's like the army, like the army tee kind of play, but it's mm-hmm. in faith. Um and you got to have faith in his life, child. Without faith, honey, there's 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 nothing. You have nothing. Um so, yeah, so that's what that, I, I have a few, that's 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 basically it. Well, I'll I put all the links. Passion I'm sorry, go ahead. And that's it. And <laughs> I feel like whatever is on my heart, I do it. Um, If it's for the greater good, I'm always down for it. And love that. that's all about Miami, honey. That's Miami today in 2020. Love
0: that. I love all of that. That's so awesome, girl. <laughs> and I'll put all of the links to everything that you just said. I'll put all of those in the description below this video on YouTube. But um, Miami, you're just so awesome. I'm so impressed with you. You're beautiful. You're smart. You're a go-getter. You're a warrior. You've overcome so much and you continue to shine. And I just think that's amazing.
1: So I appreciate you for coming on. No, thank you for having me. I wanted to just let you know you are doing an amazing job. This whole thing is beautiful. Of course, you are still beautiful, even though I've never met you before. But you're just such an awesome woman, man. Like, Red hair is still popping. Aw, um, thank yeah, you. I love what you're doing here and getting us all here just to get back to the fans because it's really all about them. They yes. still hold this thing going on. So what you are doing is amazing. So you keep it up, go after them, and don't forget it, okay?
0: Oh, I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> no, that was real, so sweet of you, Miami. I appreciate everything you just said. And, yes, I will I will take that okay. into consideration for sure. But let's definitely stay in touch. I wish you all the best right. with everything that you're doing, and, and I hope to talk to you again very soon. We will. Thank you so much. All right, girl. Ma, take care. Bye, bye, girl. Wow i I'm so grateful that Miami came on and and shared her experiences and shared her stories and and showed us her emotions. I mean, that takes a, a lot of bravery to do that. And I'm just I'm so appreciative of her. I just I feel so grateful all the time because I just have the coolest guests on this podcast. And and Miami, she just is amazing. Um, speaking of amazing people, I want to give a quick shout out to my contributors once again. I I am so appreciative of you guys. Uh in particular Zena and Mike P and Genji. I I really appreciate you guys for always being so so on it and so supportive with the contributions and Zena, you in particular, I mentioned this last time but I got, I got to mention this again. Not only are you super supportive of the podcast of Talk of Love, but you also are a big advocate of the Wounded Warrior Project. That is such an incredible organization it's a nonprofit charity that does help veterans and they provide them with with help with resources all kinds of great stuff a lot of the veterans unfortunately are just treated terribly in this country they are the ones who give the most they sacrifice the most and they should never have to worry about things like mental health physical ailments they should never have to worry about that unfortunately, they are not taken care of in the way that they should be. So the Wounded Warrior Project is a great organization to help them. So Zena, thank you so much for being an advocate for that organization because they are truly amazing and the things that they do. And if you are interested in becoming a contributor, please go to the Talk of Love website. If you just go to talkoflove.net, please sign up. You can get all kinds of cool rewards. And not only that, but we have a new private Facebook group. And if you become a contributor of any level, then you automatically get to join the Facebook group. And the Facebook group has been awesome. Um, the contributors, Josh and Tara, have set up a Friday night watch party, which has been really, really fun. We're just having a blast over there on Facebook. So come join us. We have great contributors. And also you can sign up to get rewards like uh, reaction videos to Rock of Love and Charm School. You can get Skype Skype chats with me. You can get video shout outs from me, all kinds of cool stuff. So definitely go check that out. You can also buy a t-shirt. We've got Talk of Love t-shirts. We have Don't Threaten Me With A Good Time t-shirts. We have uh, A-list celebrity t-shirts. we got all kinds of cool stuff. So definitely go check out talkoflove.net. And uh, also the next couple of weeks, we have some really, really great guests coming up. We have, I, I actually can't tell you which order yet because I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure. We're still working out the schedule as we speak, but I am currently talking to Tango, who is the winner of I Love New York season one And I'm really excited for this. I finally, 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 after months of trying, got a hold of Brooke, AKA Pumpkin. So she's gonna be on very, very soon. I am stoked for her. She is just one of my favorites. She's so entertaining. So that's coming up soon. And uh, I appreciate you guys for watching. Thank you so much for your continued support. I couldn't be doing this podcast if it wasn't for all of you. So um, my heart goes out to all of you. Thank you so much. And uh, oh, one last thing. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to hit the subscribe button uh, for the YouTube channel, Talk of Love. And also be sure to hit that thumbs up if you are enjoying this. Thank you guys so much. You guys are awesome. Keep on rocking and don't threaten me with a good time. Bye guys.